Hello everyone, I'm Vivek and welcome to yet another episode of our podcast channel, Our Journey to Net Zero. Does it matter whether you are from Mumbai, Delhi, Bangalore, Chennai or any other mega city of India? We have all seen our cities transform. So let's talk to people who are driving this transformation. Please welcome our guest for the day, Mr. Chandra. Mr. Chandra is a partner consultant and a certified energy auditor at Genex Consultants Hyderabad. With over 38 years of experience in the HEVAC industry, Mr. Chandra has to himself the credits of holding multiple senior positions with Ishray as well as Ashray. Hello, Mr. Chandra. What a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure to be there. To start with, let's look at two different statistics. One that says India will have 41 mega cities by 2030. The other which says 21 out of 30 most polluted cities in the world are in India. Which one of these should be our focus area today and why? So you said that um, 41 mega cities by 2030. It's a very good sign. And um, yes, it's a concerning factor that um, out of the 30 polluted cities in the world, 21 are India. But at the same time, we need to look at the positives which are emerging out of that. You can see that the government of India, having introduced this national clean air program and also the national ambient air quality data which are mentioned, these give us an idea that the polluted cities of the ester years are much better today. If you look at the particulate matter 2.5 and particulate matter 10, the national ambient air quality standards what we have today are much way above the WHO standards. So we are making sure the levels are reduced to the level of the WHO levels so that we address the problem. So this will lead to more and more development of uh, uh, the energy conservation norms. It will lead to you know finding out alternative energy developments which are possible. What are your comments on the way in which the urbanization journey has evolved so far and the direction in which you foresee it heading? I would say that urbanization journey is a must for any country. How long we will be called as a developing country? So the journey of our urbanization is an evolution process. This urbanization journey is giving us opportunity in terms of security, in terms of the progress, in terms of new policies that are created, in terms of the energy consumption strategy, food security for us. So as a consultant, there is a responsibility to me to make sure that I don't uh, risk the sustainability goal. The primary energy sources, whatever we have, is not going to be there forever. So when we think of a design and especially me coming from the building services industry, I always think of the outlook, how a building, when it is thinking of a building services, can be made energy efficient, can be made sustainable. So I am sure as a consultant, as a builder, as a developer, as a client, everybody's aspect, if you look at it, no one should look at this as, you know, risking the sustainability goal. I do see a very strong belief in the urbanization journey, in, in our capabilities to create a sustainable future. But do you also think our fraternity today is sufficiently aware of the impending threats of the climate change? Uh, yes and no. Between the mega 
as well as the medium and the smaller projects. When you look at a mega project, we know that we are definitely looking at the threats of this climate change are very well known to all of us. But what happens is the smaller projects or the medium-sized projects are multitudes in number. I am sure the question is not being aware is not the thing, but the question is, are they doing something about that? People are aware, but they are not taking actions on that. So that can only be served by making sure this information is transferred to the last of the person who are in the building services industry. Great, Mr. Chandra. When creating the blueprint for a new project, who champions the sustainability goals? Is it you as a consultant or is it the investor or is it the end user? When you look at the sustainability goal, you will come to see that you need a healthy building. You will say that I need clean water and sanitation. I need conservation of energy resources for a sustainable world. You will also look at what climate action we need to look into that. We will look at safety, we will look at a resilient, we look at sustainable. Every aspect of it, we will be looking at it when we are looking at this question. Whether he is a building services engineer, whether he is an architect, whether he is an interior decorator, whether he is a planner, whether he is a consumer, whether he is a developer, every one of us are involved in that. It is the team that champions the cause and if that team is a correct team, I am sure that will give you the success for this and that's where the sustainability goals can be obtained. As a consultant, how have you seen technology and building design evolve over the past decades and how do you foresee the same in the times to come? Technology and building design need to be in sync with the developments which are taking place in sync with the goals which we are setting ourselves for the country. So what I have seen specifically from the uh, uh, HVAC side, which is the heating, ventilation and air conditioning. So I have seen equipments develop over a period of time. When you look at the system, I look at the system design becoming better and better. Proper commissioning is required and the system need to be maintained, operation and maintenance need to be done. Then only the effectiveness and the efficiency levels, what you are thought of in your system design can be achieved. In fact, uh, recently uh, from ISHRAE, we have come out with a commissioning standard, which has been appreciated by many people in the industry. Today, I am seeing the technology evolving in monitoring the energy consumption, maintaining the efficiency levels, innovative cooling technologies and Building management system. Today, I, I would say building management system is going beyond the next level, which is using the IoT, which is the Internet of Things, which is giving us a lot of cost saving. I am sure, you know, in general, it is always felt HVAC is an energy guzzler and we can get us out of that thing that we are not energy guzzlers but we are the energy conservers. I'm sure we can work towards that. The cities in the future will have more people moving into them. The population is going to go high. I believe the ambient temperatures are already on the rise, if I'm not mistaken. So in the past, air conditioning was a luxury, but now it is turning into a necessity. Do you think this growing demand for air conditioning will somewhere compromise on the energy conservation aspect you just spoke about, Mr. Chandra? 
yes, what you said is in a way, it's correct. In fact, many of us would have read in the papers, the heat dome effect, which is taking place in Canada and many parts of the US. Because of the ambient air uh, being trapped above the sea level, the need for air conditioning has also gone up. But with that, are we sure that we are just sitting tight and selling those inefficient air conditioners? Are we thinking that the government is not looking at it? Government is giving goals to reduce the energy demand. So they are looking at ratings for equipments. There are certifications are there. Today, there are more better technologies in terms of variable frequency drive, inverter drive. I will tell you today, every home is concerned about that. They buy an efficient air conditioner. They go for the rated air conditioner, which is consuming less energy. You know, many of the air conditioners, if you see, it is put as 24 degrees centigrade, you maintain this indoor uh, temperature. Earlier, it used to be 22 or 23 degrees. By raising by 1 degree centigrade or 1.5 degree centigrade, we are able to have close to 6 or 7% of energy saving. No doubt, 37%, I read in an article, requires uh, energy is consumed in space cooling. But let's not get worried about that because that is giving us an opportunity to stop looking at coal as our primary energy and we are able to look at alternative energies such as nuclear, such as wind, such as solar and hydro. So this is giving us more and more opportunities to explore in what all new ways we can do the things much better. Mr. Chandra, you have been an integral part of the technical committee of the Acrex Hall of Fame and you have seen it evolve over the past five editions. Could you please comment on the evolution of the Acrex Hall of Fame? What I see that is that in India, we have many buildings getting ratings as platinum buildings, as, as gold. When these buildings are constructed, it's a particular thought process. After the building is constructed, and when it is being utilized for a particular purpose, the concept of thinking in an actual scenario, how it is used, there can be differences between that. All of our partners, we sat together when we thought about it, we felt that we should look at the performance rating of the building. So that is where this evolution of this Acrex Hall of Fame started. Maybe we thought about the strategy in the year 2015 and then it finally came up in 2016. Now we are looking at buildings which are working for a certain period of time. We are getting performance data of those buildings. We are able to uh, give the opportunity for the buildings to actually declare how efficient or how energy efficient they are. And definitely we are happy to see that more and more installations, more and more industries and more and more different types of buildings. And how do you foresee the journey ahead for the Hall of Fame? I am sure this will make the industry to look up to make their buildings work efficiently. It's not good enough if you get only certification for your building. You need to make sure that your building is efficient all through. We are looking at water consumption, the lighting uh, levels of the buildings, the alternative energy which the buildings are able to give. We are looking at the heat pump technology. Our future journey will be more towards that performing buildings in a wholesome aspect rather than in one aspect alone. Thank you so much for that. Now, before we close, uh, Mr. Chandra, what would be your suggestions to the larger building fraternity in their endeavor to achieve their sustainability goals? I will say that we all have to remember that 
every small drop of water can become an ocean so i am saying it in the context that every small building every entity of ours can contribute to the goals of the country i am told by 2030 two thirds of the humanity will be using air conditioners if that is so there is going to be greater need for energy demands there will be greater need uh, for us to make sure that the goals what we have for sustenance and energy conservation are done in a more rapid way you know one of these we can say that energy conservation building uh, code ishray is now working on uh, a standard called ibeps which is the ishray india building energy performance standard we have come out with a standard called commissioning standard so if these buildings need to make sure that don't just build a building make sure your building is a performing building no doubt this will have some expenses but you can see over the years this will all give you rich dividends we have to adopt emerging trends in energy conservation some of the emerging trends which comes to my mind is district cooling thermal energy systems it could be indirect evaporative cooling today radiant cooling solar cooling floor heating floor cooling so many options are available that's what i would suggest to the building fraternity that let's put our heads together and we can achieve this sustainability goals only as a team we work forward together thank you so much mr chandra for such a great conversation it was a pleasure to have you with us thank you very much uh, and it is a pleasure from my end too and it's wonderful to be with all of you it's so nice to be there with this we come to the end of a yet another episode to my commercial building fraternity we are hosting our next edition of the acrex hall of fame on the 18th feb 2022 we look forward to receiving your nominations and we hope you do make it to a hall of fame on this note signing off for now until next time <laughs>